I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, happy Monday. So just as a heads up, your girl is definitely under the weather today. I'm not sure what's wrong. I've been sneezing like crazy. I have a horrible headache and super nauseous. If you've been following me or listening for a long time, you know that I do deal with a chronic illness. So it's sometimes hard to tell what exactly is going on because if I'm sick with something else, then my chronic illness will sometimes flare up as well. So it could be like allergies and usual. Anyway, I would never leave you guys hanging. So I'm here today with a somewhat heartwarming story here at the top and then some updates on international leadership and Steve Bannon's legal issues coming to a head. So let's get into it. So right here at the top, we are discussing the first known Neanderthal family. So the very first known Neanderthal family has been found, you guys. I'm teary-eyed because I newly have a family of my own and it's just really exciting. At some point, we know that early humans became began functioning as families, although it wasn't exactly clear when this all started. But remains of a father and a teenage daughter Neanderthal, along with nine other relatives, were found together in a cave in Russia just recently. They lived tens of thousands of years ago. A study of the fossilized remains was done by a team of scientists, including a famous Swedish geneticist. He had actually been using Neanderthal DNA derived from bones to replicate their brain cells in an effort to better understand their capabilities. They found also butchered bison bones alongside rudimentary stone tools in the cave with the Neanderthals. Scientists believe that the family may have come to the area just for the season to hunt bison and happen to die there of starvation. There were 11 individuals found total, six adults and five children. Researchers believe that it had to be one event that killed all 11 people pretty much at the same time, given that they were all in there together. Otherwise, they would have had to return to bury each family member there over the years, which is pretty unlikely given what we know of early humans from this time period. There's still a lot more to understand about this particular group, as well as Neanderthals as a whole. 
But this familiar structure gives scientists a new window into how these primitive humans lived, loved, and survived. We'll definitely let you know if there are any other findings that come out about this early family unit. And now we're going to discuss some global leadership shifts. So first up, of course, we're going to discuss the short-lived Liz Truss. So the British Prime Minister is already out, you guys. She made some economic moves that financiers were just not too happy about. The market reacted to her fiscal program and not in a good way. It was a move that pretty much sent her packing. You see, inflation is a global problem, and the UK is dealing with it along with a number of other economic issues. So the situation is fragile and not really time for someone to come in like a wrecking ball, so to speak, and try something drastic. She was literally sworn in in September of this year, you guys. So she was in 10 Downing Street for less than two months, poor thing. And now she's back to packing her bags and her staff. But her competitors are wasting no time in picking her bones. Several conservative cabinet members are already eyeing her post, even former Prime Minister Boris Johnson. So we'll keep you guys posted on what will be next for this position. Stay tuned. And then next up in global leadership shifts. So China's Xi Jinping is actually staying in power. Over in China, Xi Jinping is elected, quote unquote, for a third term. I obviously use air quotes heavily there because communism is not a situation where the people vote, but rather a legislative body elected by another legislative body and another one and so on and so forth. Of course, they argue there that elections are based on merit, (laughs) air quotes, but what that really means is they're based on who is keeping the higher ups happy. He also revealed a new all-male cabinet lined with loyalists. Woof. So that is the shift I was discussing. You know, there's been two power shifts. Xi Jinping has obviously already been in power in China and he's staying in power, but he has a brand new cabinet. And it seems that the people in this cabinet are even more like OG loyalists for him. So not the direction we really wanted to be moving in, but here we are. And then lastly for today, the chickens are coming home to roost for Steve Bannon. So Steve Bannon was found guilty on two different counts of contempt related to not showing up in Congress this past summer. If you guys remember, he was subpoenaed by the January 6th committee to come in and testify about what he knew about the riots. And yet, He was a no-show. At the end of the day, if there are no consequences for defying a subpoena, then what is the point of them? So he was given a $6,500 fine as well as a four-month prison sentence at age 68. Oof. 
And if you guys remember, he's also facing other legal issues right now. We've discussed them at length on this podcast. If you remember, they are based on the misuse of donations meant to erect a border wall to the tune of millions of dollars. So his time of reckoning may be upon us. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, I'd rather be someone's shot of whiskey than everyone's cup of tea. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop. Tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.